Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives, keep us playing small, and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Showing up to life and your business all while going through a rebirth. A lot of my clients have been moving through this. I myself have moved through this a couple times in the last few years. And so why not talk about it? I feel this could be very resonant for a lot of people, whether or not you own a business, because we are shifting, we're growing, we are expanding ourselves all the time and especially when we're on our spiritual and healing journey it can feel lonely it can feel isolating it can feel confusing and you're sometimes getting lost in the sauce and you not necessarily know if you're on the right path so i want to speak to all of those different intricacies when it when we come and talk about a rebirth so let's dive in starting with the resonance. I resonate with this topic so much, hence why I wanted to make a conversation around it. So when to know your inner rebirth after you've had a metaphorical death, grief, loss, massive life change could trigger a rebirth. And before we get into the rebirth, it is really all about your evolution of self. I believe Our soul has contracts, has made contracts with people in this current lifetime, experiences with this current lifetime, the people that we meet, the experiences that we have, the loss, the pleasure, all of the things that we get to experience are a part of our soul's contract because I believe everything happens for a reason. There's no coincidences. There's no irony. It just is. And so if you believe that thought process, then it is to be true why we emerge, why we go into a cocoon and come out as a butterfly, come out the other side, a new version of ourselves. It is very obvious to think a lot of our people in our life, if you haven't been through a rebirth, I'm sure you have, but if you haven't, Looking at the people around you, the glow up after a breakup or the breakdown after the breakup, after being let go of a job or these really big life experiences, people change who they are because those circumstances force them into becoming closer to the person that they've always meant to be. That is a death. That is a significant experience in that person's life 
to then call in the rebirth. And it doesn't always go as planned, right? It isn't, I'm going to break up with this person and then I'm going to have my glow up and then it's going to be the rebirth and then I'm going to get all the things that I want. And it doesn't work like that always, right? There are things in between layers, levels that one needs to go through in order to reach the rebirth, the contraction, the void, the expansion, the rebirth. So I want to go over that a little bit too, but I hope this was a little more awaring, awaring, we'll make that a word. Um, (laughs) It's early guys, I'm trying. (laughs) Uh, My thought processes sometimes don't always match with my, the speed of my, my words. Anyway, so I hope that gives awareness to what a rebirth is. And I'm sure you listening have been through a rebirth in some capacity, whether you lost a job, you ended a relationship, you moved, had a big life change, and you started to shift how you showed up to your life, right? In a high level. So I want to go over a little bit of like my story of my rebirth. I had two massive rebirths over the last four, going on four years. So in 2020... A lot of us actually, I feel like almost everyone had a rebirth um, or a death, if you will, um, going into a rebirth in 2020, right? The pandemic shook everything up and it gave us a new perspective on life, on our relationships, our career, right? And so for me at the time, I was working for Equinox. I was a personal trainer and I also was running my online business. But at the time, I wanted to be in person because I wanted to be in community. So during the during the pandemic at the same time again i don't i don't believe in coincidences but at the time sure i did and at this at the time i got fired from equinox not laid off literally fired um and then from there i was like oh my god my life's over what's happening what's the universe doing etc etc i didn't have an awakening yet but i i again was still in those ideologies around the universe we work with the universe there is a higher power right i just didn't have the connection to it as i do now and so i remember laying in my bed just crying my eyes out like oh my god my life is over and it's like no it's not but at the time it felt like that right and when we're in those experiences it feels like it so that happened and it made me want to I, th- I thought it was a sign to say, hey, let's get back on in like social media. Let's like start putting more effort into our online fitness business. And then once I did that, I realized at the same time I was having a spiritual awakening and started to attract clients that were out of my caliber, meaning that I didn't have the capacity and have the skill set to help them the way that God, universe, spirit was showing me in the essence of going deeper with my clients because I started to have this really big moment of, oh my gosh, like fitness is just one part of becoming confident, of shifting your mindset, of shifting your life. And I had this moment with God, if you, if you want to call it that, where I realized I could not help these people the way that I know I needed to. And it started with this awareness, this awakening of I need to help myself. I need to look at the parts of myself I've been afraid to, the wounding, the father wounds, the mother wounds, the worthiness wound I had. 
And so that was my awakening into myself. And so that was the death because that meant for me in that moment, I remember this clear as day, don't remember the day, I wish I did, but it was in 2020, I would say in the fall. And I remember sitting there with myself, waking up to my my dream life, right? I was working for myself and I was in Los Angeles and I remember waking up, sitting at my computer with a blank stare of like, today's content creation day, nothing to create, no inspiration. And for a lot of us, I'm sure you can envision that when you're going through a death, right? When you're going through a moment of time, a Hey listeners, just wanted to interrupt your episode really quick to share that the Purposeful Soul Women's Retreat in Sedona, Arizona this April is now officially open for enrollment. We are so excited. So if you are looking to explore your soul's deeper purpose, if you're desiring to learn about your individuality, your spiritual gifts so that you can authentically express yourself more in your relationships, in your business, and in your life, If you are craving a community of soul-led women who are living on purpose, wanting to grow, wanting to expand, wanting to evolve, but you find it challenging to move through your own resistances to growth and you're looking to step into that next version of you, this retreat is calling you in. Every single retreat that we have done has allowed women to massively transform because it's an accelerator for growth, for healing, and massive transformation so that you can start taking radical ownership of your life and create the dream desired reality that you want. So if you are feeling the call to a retreat, go to the link in the bio and apply now. Now, let's get right back into the episode. I can't take on more clients. The clients I do have, I'm trying to work with them on a deeper level and I'm frustrated because I can't get them to change because I didn't have the capacity. I didn't have a skill set, right? And also, we can only go as deep with others as we've gone with ourselves, especially when you're doing this deeper emotional work. The capacity that you can take yourself, the layers, the 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 healing will just be just as reflected as you can take somebody else. It's just how it is because you need to be able to see the parts of them that you've been able to see within yourself. So, and I started to get that concept. And so it was a moment of me to say, okay, I'm done with my business. And it was like that first moment of like, holy shit, what do I do now? And that's where the expansion and the void were kind of simultaneously showing up in my life. And I'll share that too. So that was my death. And so for a lot of you listening, maybe you're in a, in a death right now. Maybe you're about to make a massive change in your life or relationship or business and it's going to feel like a death. And it feels like you have to grieve. And that's a part of a lot of people don't realize is grieving the old version of themselves. There's so many different intricacies here that play into this like death rebirth cycle. But once you acknowledge like, okay, I'm done with this thing or like I no longer can be this person, it's a death. It is a part of you that metaphorically, right, needs to die. 
However, we have to give space for grief. And if we don't, we will create resentment and anger and still show up as that old version of ourselves. And so this can be a long process. And I really do believe our rebirth can also still hold grief. And I want to go into the duality of being able to hold both and leading yourself through both um, just a little bit. I want to make like a dedicated episode to leading yourself through emotions and business at the same time, but just sharing like it is possible to do both, to feel both at the same time. It's a wicked feeling, but it's really possible. So, okay, after the death, you know, sometimes comes the expansion, right? And I think it also can be simultaneous because, for example, when you go on a retreat, when you work with your coach or your therapist or you are at a workshop, whatever it is, you're even potentially at a seminar, right? You're having an expansive moment of like, oh my God, I'm like filled. I've been healing. I've been shifting the way that I've been showing up, right? It's just like this breakthrough moment of like, oh, whoa, right? I'm sure a lot of you can imagine that expansive moment in your life at one point where you're just like, you see things differently. That's an expansion. That is breaking the barrier of your threshold at your capacity of thinking, being, and doing, right? So when you break that threshold and you're like, oh my God, I couldn't believe I healed that thing. Oh my God, I couldn't believe I like moved through my fear. Oh my gosh, I couldn't believe that now I thought I couldn't do this thing and now I see it's possible, right? Those are really monumental moments that are rewiring your brain to say, I can do the thing. And that gives us courage, right? It gives us bravery. It gives us the the autonomy to start doing the things and leading our life, right? So when we have that expansion and also like sharing, expansion can go hand in hand with, with death, right? Because When something dies, it is that expansive moment of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to lead myself through. Oh my gosh, like I did the thing. Like for an example, a breakup, my breakup that I had in 2023 was a death, but it also was at the same time a huge expansion mark of like, yes, I could. And it symbolized so much for me, so much for me that it completely changed my, it completely changed my life and how I show up. So that was an expansion for me, right? So we get to see that expansion can go hand in hand with death. Whether it's a negative or a positive, there's always something, there's always a reason for it. So when we're in the the expansion part, everything feels new, right? It might be empowerment. It might feel like courage. It might feel just like I'm on top of the world. You're vibrating at a new frequency, And when we're in that expansion phase, again, same time, when we're moving through grief, when we're moving through hurt and anger and whatnot, but every day gets a little bit better, right? Every day you start to feel like a new person of like moving through the thing that you're moving through. So when that happens, there comes the contraction or the void. And so... When we get to this phase of our rebirth process, we feel like we want to shrink. We want to hide. We 
might feel like we're staring at our screen with a blank stare and nothing, no inspiration's coming through, right? And this to me is the most challenging part of the rebirth process because a lot of us cannot stand not knowing and being in the uncertain and being uncomfortable. And I feel like this is the most uncomfortable phase of the rebirth process because it's going to make you sit and do nothing, (laughs) so to speak. And so when I was moving through my transition from fitness to life coaching, I was in a massive void. Nothing was going my way. It was like this, like, again, duality of like I was expanding. I was growing my knowledge. I was being exposed to new experiences, new ideologies, um, And it was so impactful. But then it's like when I wanted to create, when I wanted to like, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to take on all these clients. But I couldn't. I could not get myself to actually sign a client at the time because I was still in a contraction. I was in a void. It was just like information overload. And some of you I'm sure can relate as you're having an awakening. If you're moving through a breakup, if you like lost your job or you quit your job, right? It's like, oh my gosh, I did the thing. Oh my gosh, I did the thing. (laughs) And so it's just a natural part because we have to contract in order to expand again. And so we constantly go in these contraction expansion phases through our consistent over life death and rebirth processes. The void, if we want to call it that. And Sometimes when we're in the void, we have to just be, we need to just be okay with being in the void. And again, when we're trying to still show up while going through a rebirth, whether that's in your business or in your overall life, we have to be okay with not being okay. And I feel for a lot of people, it's challenging. And even myself too, because it's like, oh my gosh, like this is like to me where the impulsivity comes in. Oh my God, I need a coach. Oh my God, I need to go to a workshop. I need to go to a retreat. I need, 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 need something to help me get out of this uncomfortable feeling because I can't sit in it by myself. It's too unbearable. That is your growth right there. That tip, that edge of discomfort, of oh my God, I how much longer can I sit here? I can't do it. But yes, you can. And there's so much growth. When we're in the void, when we're in the contraction, this to me is where our growth lies. Yes, we took the courage to do the thing, to have the death. And then we have to grieve it, right? We have to be with the feelings, the emotions that come up that has that have been stuck and lodged deep within ourselves. That's what the void gets to bring us is the healing, is the actual work, the inner work, the transformative work. Because you can't become, you can't get out of your cocoon until you're fully ready. And that is where the metamorphosis lies, right? It lies in the contraction It's not the death, it's the contraction, it's the void, it's the feeling, it's the doing, it's the being. And so when I was in my contraction and void over the first time when I was transitioning from, you know, fitness to life coaching, it was overstimulating. I was angry a lot. 
Um, I wanted to heal as fast as I could. I wanted to get out of the uncomfort. And, you know, I did hire a life and mentor, a life coach and a business mentor when I was pivoting. <clears throat> but I didn't realize the the contraction that I was actually in and how much that helped. So I I know I did just say that it can cause impulsivity, but it's because it's it's it could be just being discerning of what it actually is that you're doing. I know having support during these really hard times is so important. It's the integration, right? It's the lessons. So if you're ready to do the work and you're ready to be held accountable, then I think coaching, retreats, workshops, all of that and seeking help is so beneficial. And if you are looking to get out and hide and avoid and disassociate the work that needs to happen by investing in yourself, by buying yourself out of your problem, that is that is the red flag. That is where you're not going to get what you actually want. And so I want to make that very clear. Ask yourself, if you're in this space, are you looking to get out of it, to numb yourself out, to give your problem to somebody else? Or are you looking to take full responsibility of your actions, of your feelings, and do the work and be held accountable? There's a difference. So when I hired my life and business coach, I was in the place of I want to be held accountable. I want to do the work. Show me a new way of living, being, and doing. Let's go. And at the same time, I had to be realistic with my goals, right? I had to be realistic with the results because of that simple fact I was in the void and not everything was going to happen just like that. I remember in 2021 when I first shifted into life coaching, I wrote my 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 financial goal was hitting six figures. Like what a joke because don't get me wrong, I 4X'd my income from the year before. Fuck yeah. But it was a little far stretched because hitting $100,000 in your business is it takes so many different, there's so many different layers and levels and responsibility and a level of advancement and skill set and all that. So anyway, um, just to say that it was a opportunity for me to really get humble. <laughs> so with that being said, contraction, void. Some people call it the sacred void. I like to call sacred sacrifice. I like to call it sacred void as well. And then just being okay with taking time for yourself. And this is a really great opportunity, whether or not you're working with somebody or not in this phase, it's really great to just start exploring yourself and spending time nourishing yourself with loved ones, with friends, if you can travel, like taking time away from whatever it is that you were so fixated on. And, you know, sometimes it's honestly like taking time away from your business and traveling and like, finding new pleasures in life. I believe that we're when we're so fixated on something, whether that's like we were in love and we ended a relationship or again we were we're pivoting in our business, it can be really challenging to like stop focusing on that thing. But I believe once you're doing your healing and you're really focusing on growing and become and blossoming into that beautiful butterfly, 
you have to come back to pleasure. You have to come back to joy and love. And finding ways to do that are so important. And also like exploring your curiosities. Um, I had a client who was, is moving through a rebirth and something she shared was that she's like, I don't want to work on any of my business stuff. I just feel like I just need to sit here. And so we were working together to help her find new pleasures in life. And she was looking to get it like to learn a new skill in um, something she's really interested in and just exploring more of her spiritual side because that was something that was really important to her. So giving giving her some resources to do that without having this agenda attached like, oh, if I get this skill set, then I'll be able to work with clients this way or I'll be able to expand my business this way. We really were working hand in hand to a, like get to a place where she was just doing it for her. And through those experiences, right, like whether that's a workshop, whether that's a retreat, whether that is travel or again, like taking a hobby or learning something new, exploring a new part of yourself without an agenda can really help the process speed up. And I know that sounds like counterintuitive, but it really can because you're just focusing on you and you're kind of putting everything on pause, right? That sacred void or sacred sacrifice, giving some things up so that you can just be present with what is. So when you can find things for what that can help with what is in the moment for you, it can really help expedite and also bring you more pleasure (laughs) into where you are because being in this phase of the death rebirth is really hard. It's really hard and I will attest to that. I'm not going to say it's easy, Um, but when we get to that part, then we can get into our rebirth. And so when we are trying to show up sometimes, especially in our business, sometimes it's just taking a step back and being okay with not showing up or showing up at the capacity that you can. And that will help become more subtle and it will help with just sharing your truth And again, sometimes for some people, it's just not showing up at all. And that is okay. And being okay with that. I think the biggest lesson in life that we can learn is being okay, being uncomfortable. Being okay with being uncomfortable. That is where growth truly lies. So whatever you're moving through, if you're in this phase, know that it's not going to last forever. And the more that you (laughs) just surrender into it, the more that you get to enjoy it. And I think there's also something to share on this part too because when I was going through my breakup last year, that was again another death rebirth for me. It was uncomfortable, right? Uncomfortable to know that this person in this moment is not going to be part of my life anymore. And it was so heartbreaking. Had to move through the grief. And at the same time, moving through the grief of my old self, of who I was in that relationship. And... As much as I felt like this was so right for me in the moment to end that relationship, I also had to sit with, again, the despair, right? The void of like, now what? What do I do now? And when he moved out, that was another void. That was another contraction of like, okay, I don't have this person with me day to day. And I had to really relearn who I was in a way and also relearn and reintroduce this new version of myself, right? The version of myself that could be free at this moment. 
So really thinking about how can you surrender into the discomfort and find comfort, find opportunity to be present with yourself, find opportunity to get to know yourself on a deeper level because all of these experiences that we go through, and again, specifically when we go through this phase, this stage, it's a really monumental, it can be a really monumental moment for you to get to know yourself and again, stretch the level of depth you've met yourself so that it will take you into new experiences and you don't have to repeat new experiences because you've met yourself in a deeper way. And then we get into the rebirth, right? The another expansion. And I don't believe that there are, what's coming up in my head is like, should I, should I talk about how long these phases last? Like, that's like, no, because there's, there's never like a never valid way of saying how long these last. It really just depends. I really do believe though, I will say there will be a moment where you feel really at peace with who you are and who you've become, but it's through these multiple death and rebirth cycles. So when we get to the rebirth, the metamorphosis It is such a beautiful experience to really meet yourself in this new way and all the work that you've gone through can show up now, right? And so that's why when you're in a rebirth and you're still trying to show up to life, when you're moving through these pieces of yourself and show up to your business, it is important to check in with yourself and can you find relatability with your story and maybe your client? Can you find relatability in humility? Can you find relatability? Can you find presence in what you've been experiencing so that you can help someone else through that or that you can share inspiration from that? Um, because when you get to the rebirth, you're still going to have experiences. You're still going to have issues, right? You're still going to have these nuanced deaths, right? And voids and contractions. But if you really lean into your death, into your void, into your contraction, you will be able to navigate those new problems with a new lens. And that is something I want to touch on too because <clears throat> the biggest death rebirth I've had was really aware of what where you're at um, but the hows, right? It's like, how do I still show up with integrity? When I was going through the really hardship of my finances in 2021, mostly 2022 and a little bit of 2023, we'll say that. And, you know, I had to get a couple side jobs and stuff. And I had to go through that of like this new, this identity of like, can I still be the person who does X and still, you know, have to work at like other places and whatnot. And so there's like all these like identity shifts that I think we go through too while we're in the void and the contraction. And so when we're here, how we can still show up is just being in integrity and finding the lessons and also asking yourself, like, is this something that I want to speak to? I think a lot of the times, especially on social media, when we're running a personal brand, a business, right? We think we need to be perfect. We think we need to share all of the things. And when we haven't fully moved through the things, we're like, oh my God, no one's going to think that we are authority. No one's going to think that we are 
we have our shit together. And there's so much, there's so much empowerment to share all of the stuff that gets to happen and that we get to share with our audience, right? And so when I was in this experience, that's what I thought. I was like, how can I find relatability, vulnerability with my clients in this moment? Do I want to take on new clients right now? And so again, sometimes we just have to be honest with ourselves and we can still show up and coming back to the sense of the duality, right? And so when I was moving through this death rebirth cycle of the finances, of um, some hard lessons I had to learn, and I got through the other side, the next pillar was my relationship, which I shared in 2023 of last year, almost almost a year ago. Um, I knew I had to do a really hard thing. And so when I did that hard thing, I realized that my contraction, my avoid was painful, was was grief, right? But it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be compared to what I've already been through. And that is, I believe, where we can have the duality of saying, how do I still show up and still grieve and still lead? So last year was all about showing myself I can do a yes and. Yes, I'm grieving and I can still lead. And I've never felt that before. And I really feel once you have really done the deeper work on yourself, you get to know yourself on a deeper level, you start to surrender into your death, into your contraction, your void. Your rebirth starts to be more expansive and more level-headed than you've ever felt before. Like I shared, remember when you're in that expansion, you learn something new, your frequency raises, and you feel like you've seen color for the first time. Once you start to go through these rebirths more frequently, they start to level out where it's like, ah, I did deserve this. Ah, I worked for this. Ah, this is my new normal. And so when we can get to that place of leading ourselves with the grief, holding ourselves for that, I think it takes a level of emotional maturity and emotional intelligence and experience to be able to know ourselves and hold space for ourselves and still show up in other areas of life. And so I just want to touch on that because you will get to that place. You will get to that place where things start to feel normalized. You're able to move through your internal battles with more ease and flow and your hard and your lows don't feel as low anymore. So when we are still trying to show up to our life and business while going through our rebirth, know that your biggest friend will be surrender. Your biggest friend will be your moral compass, your heart. And knowing that it is okay to show up at the capacity that you are. And that is enough. Knowing that this too shall pass. But take this moment as you're moving through your cycle to really explore yourself. Learn yourself. And if you do, if you do want to show up on your personal brand, for your personal brand, share these truths. There's so many people that feel relatability and it's not going to take away your authority. I promise you that. There is a level of authority of even just sharing these things. So just know that wherever you are, it's simply okay. And the more that you can lean into it instead of pull away from it, the more it will 
give you the things that you need, which is the lessons, right? So the death and rebirth, it is really beautiful. I feel that for me, I am in my expansion. I am in my rebirth. Um, and I'm reaping the benefits of doing all of that work and not to say we'll never have a death again because that is untrue, but I feel that I am a living embodiment of what it can feel like to be the yes hand, to hold the grief and the leading at the same time. And also knowing myself on a deeper level can now make my lows less low and my highs way higher and more normalized. So Knowing that that is your truth and it will happen, I hope that this is more validation and clarity that wherever you are in your death rebirth cycle, it is an evolution of life and you will get to your destination. Mm, What a powerful episode. Coming on here just to lovingly remind you that we now have a question form to fill out so if you would like your question answered or if you would like to hear more specific topics or hear from specific guest experts I'm really inviting you to go to the show notes click the link for the question form and fill out your question it can be completely anonymous this just helps me craft and curate the best conversations with expert leaders and also solo episodes. So again, thank you for your participation, your interaction, and listening and supporting this podcast.